Hello, world. I'm Greg Patton. It's a Monday. Brand new start. Got big plans this week? Me too. Going to the doctor since this show's over. Hey, news and stuff right after this. I can't beat it. Nope, been trying. Be a week tomorrow, so I'm giving up. Since we're done with the radio show today, heading straight to the doctor and find out why I can't breathe and can't sleep. And, oh, this is awful. I've been around some people, I guess, who had COVID, so we'll see what's going on there. The whole family, I was so excited, had bronchitis, and I didn't. I even joked about it last week. That was stupid. And I think that's what I have. Again, it's awful. I need oxygen. At least it feels like it. Sleeping 10 hours, exhausted. You've been there. Do you ever wonder why God allows things like this to happen in your life? I mean, you'd be so much more effective if you felt good and ready to go get them. I mean, I don't want to do anything. Struggling to get the show done here today? Oh, we're going to do it. And then we're going to collapse. Maybe get somebody to take me to the doctor. Yep. God's got a plan. He makes no mistakes. Romans 8.28, still in the Bible. All things, all things, whether you like it or not, benefit God that happened to you and me. So just pray about it. If you remember us in prayer, we would be very grateful. And I want you to know how thankful I am you're here this Monday. What in the world is going on? It's holding the Israeli Hamas ceasefire, holding as hostages and prisoners are swapped. Israel and Hamas completed their third exchange yesterday, which included the first release of an American hostage, that four-year-old girl that's made worldwide news. The swap, if completed today, would result in a total of 50 women and children held by Hamas exchanged for 150 demon-led Palestinian prisoners held by Israel. The Prime Minister of Qatar, the country that brokered that deal, said that efforts to extend the four-day ceasefire past Monday will depend on Hamas's finding dozens of women and children hostages are being held by civilians and gangs there. In the U.S., three students of Palestinian descent were shot and wounded yesterday by some white guy near Burlington, Vermont. That was Saturday night, I guess, according to police. Authorities investigating the shooting as a possible hate crime, you think? Say that so, Joe. Our mail-in president offered an apology to several prominent Muslim American leaders after openly questioning the accuracy of the death toll figures from Gaza. During a press conference on October the 25th, President Biden openly questioned the number of casualties in Gaza, which are reported by the demon-led Hamas government, so you would trust them. They're very accurate, I'm sure. I have no notion that the Palestinians are telling the truth about how many people are killed, Biden said. I'm sure innocents have been killed, and it's the price of war. Biden met with five Muslim American leaders the day after his October 25th comments about the Gaza deaths. During the meeting, he listened to the leaders describe people they knew who were directly impacted by the conflict. He said, I'm sorry, I'm disappointed in myself, Biden told the group. The Muslim American leaders who met with Biden urged him to show more empathy to the Palestinians, and Biden allegedly hugged one of the participants at the end of the meeting. Of course he did. A U.S. Navy vessel responded to a distress call on Sunday from an Israeli-linked tanker off the coast of Yemen on Sunday and was later fired upon. U.S. personnel from the USS Mason responded to the distress call. 
from the Liberian flag Central Park carrying a uh, cargo of phosphoric acid in the Gulf of Aden. The vessel is managed by a London-based international ship management company. The vessel reported Sunday morning that they were under attack by suspected while traveling the suggested international recommended transit corridor some 54 nautical miles off the coast of Somalia. They say this is why China wants to talk about artificial intelligence and slowing some things down. The Air Force's super-secret B-21 Raider stealth bomber quietly made its first flight in California on November the 10th, flying from the factory to Edwards Air Force Base at not much more than tree level. Yes, right before China President Xi Jinping visited San Francisco, all of a sudden China wants to start talks on AI and on nuclear weapons. The leaders affirmed the need to address the risk of advanced AI systems and improve AI safety through U.S.-China government talks, said the White House. Little wonder, for the B-21 is full, and I mean full of AI. It's it's the only U.S. Air Force combat plane with a range and stealth to chase China's mobile missiles and carry the deep penetrating weapons to hit underground bunkers in North Korea or Iran as they threaten nuclear mayhem. The thing that's interesting is with AI, while these planes are flying, the, <laughs> the way AI works, and of course you're familiar with some of it anyway, is the thing will keep adjusting even as it's combating the enemy as to the best route, the best way to fight the enemy. That's, I guess, a positive of AI. The Fort Worth community mourning today after news broke that a former TCU football player turned construction CEO. Two of his children were killed in a car crash while traveling to visit family in Texas for Thanksgiving. According to Dallas Channel 4, CEO of Mulcaroy and Falls Construction Company, and TCU alum Zach McElroy and his two children, 12-year-old Justin, 9-year-old Lindsay, were killed in a car crash on Wednesday while traveling to visit family in Central Texas. I always say at times like this, this time of the year, this is the worst, for it changes your life forever in some ways. Have you ever heard of witch bottles? I haven't. A team of scientists from the University of Veracruz and Mexico's National Institute of Technology have discovered an incredible 310-mile coral reef corridor in the Gulf of Mexico. The corridor provides a habitat for a large number of species, but is currently unprotected, a situation that scientists who discovered the corridor want to change before it becomes threatened by the oil and gas industry. Now, superstitious beachcombers, however, who spot glass glinting along the shore of the Gulf of Mexico ought to exercise caution, they say, because... Witch bottles intended to entomb malevolent spirits are popping up along the coast, one researcher said. Really? You're going to hold demons in a bottle. On a 60-mile stretch of beach near Corpus Christi, Texas, monitored by the Hart Institute for the Gulf of Mexico Studies, eight of these very curious artifacts have washed on shore since 2017. And everybody, everybody... Is scared of these things. Amazing. Some news from Disney. The CEO there, Bob Iger, will reportedly host a town hall meeting for the entertainment giant staffers. 
Multiple leaders will participate in that event, with Iger expected to gear his comments toward the many opportunities before Disney, according to Bloomberg. The outlet cited an internal company memo. It will apparently be for all the entertainment giant's employees. The town hall is scheduled for November the 28th, a Tuesday after Thanksgiving, according to Bloomberg. Well, that's tomorrow. The entertainment giant recently released its fourth quarter financial results and reported overall revenue for a three-month period of $21.24 billion and a net income of $246 million. Sounds like they're doing okay. Well, it's another big day of shopping. It's Cyber Monday, the tail end of the holiday shopping kickoff. Consumers are projected to spend between $12 billion and $12.4 billion today, notching a new all-time record for the notable shopping holiday, according to recent data from Adobe. The forecast, which outpaces Adobe's earlier projections, is being driven by that Buy Now, Pay Later program. Those options being offered as Americans grapple with high inflation. According to Adobe, the flexible spending option is expected to see an all-time high today, accounting for $782 million in online spending. Well, this one sounds awful. A Nebraska teen has been denied bond in order to be kept in prison after a November 16th hearing. The Sheridan County 16-year-old was charged with first-degree murder and the use of a deadly weapon to commit a felony on the 9th of November after her mother revealed in a sobbing confection to police that her grandson had been hurt. The grisly crime scene was discovered by police after the grandparents escorted first responders to their daughter's bedroom where the daughter was found crouching in a corner. The teen's father had greeted at the door, stating that only the baby had been stillborn and it was just too late. But reports indicate that after giving birth to an otherwise very healthy baby, the teen appears to have used the family's boning knife to slice the baby's throat so deeply that his windpipe was severed. The newborn had additional multiple stab wounds on his side. Isn't that awful? I wonder if these numbers will surprise you. More than 2,500 police officers have left the New York Police Department so far in 2023. According to data by the New York Post, at least 2,516 officers have left the department in 2023. That's the fourth highest number in the last 10 years, according to the New York Post, citing pension data from the department. The department saw over 1,000 officers decide to quit before they became eligible for their pension after 20 years of service. The workload. The workload is a leading factor driving people away from this job, said the president of the Police Benevolent Association. If the New York Police Department is going to survive these staffing reductions, it cannot keep squeezing cops for more hours. Well, 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 we're coming down the wire. Americans will head to the polls in less than a year to elect a brand new president, and Iowa's going to play a pivotal role in narrowing down the Republican field of candidates during its January caucuses. The current GOP frontrunner, President Donald Trump, won the state in 2020 by more than eight percentage points. He had his strongest showing in Sioux County, where he won nearly 80 2% of the vote. The county, which is located in the state's northwest corner, is considered to be one of Iowa's most conservative, but even the people there seem increasingly willing to consider alternatives to Donald Trump. That includes 20-year-old university student Carter King. He kind of feels like a, a little bit of 
a loose cannon right now. Donald Trump, a little bit of loose cannon. You don't really know what you're going to get, King told Morning Edition. King, who hails from Austin, Texas, attends Dort University in Sioux City, Iowa. That university describes itself as a top-ranked Christian college with a student body of roughly 1,900. Republican candidates regularly make their way there to the Sioux Center and surrounding communities to speak with voters. In 2016, then-candidate Trump made headlines when he remarked that he could shoot someone on Fifth Avenue in New York and not lose any votes during the campaign event. He said that on the campus of Dort University. Just one of the strange things Donald has said. And again, where else could they go? Uh, Fake President Joe Biden's poll numbers get worse every day. November started with the New York Times-Siena College poll showing Trump ahead in four of the six swing states, but more indicators of Biden's electoral peril soon followed. The president's standing in head-to-head matchups with Trump is falling among the latest surveys this month from 13 separate pollsters. Biden's position is worse than their previous polls at all but two of them. And while polls suggest most of the movement comes from voters abandoning Biden, who might become undecided but not swinging over to support Trump, the Republican also has started to gain steam. Trump's vote shares in the national polling averages now higher, higher than at any point in the last year. Former White House doctor said there is absolutely no way that Joe Biden should be in the White House with his mental acuity. What's that? Well, that's sharpness of the mind. Things considered in determining a person's mental acuity are memory, focus, concentration, and understanding. An elderly person with Alzheimer's has decreasing mental acuity. He is less likely to remember exactly how or where or, well, all of those things. That is Joe Biden. There's some major problems there. That's an entire program in and of itself. Most people know that. You don't need a doctor to tell you, right? Hey, what happened last Friday, Black Friday? Forecasters wanted to discount Black Friday this year, but but they should have known discounts only make Black Friday even stronger. Despite analysts' tepid outlook, the shopping holiday generated a record $9.8 billion in online sales in this country. That's a 7.5% increase over last year. Shopping on your phone, $5.3 billion of online sales were done through a mobile device. Buy now, pay later, we talked about. Americans are turning to that program more than ever to stretch their holiday shopping budget. The use of that program, which allows shoppers to spread payments over multiple installments, soared 47% from a year ago to $79 million on Black Friday. And that credit card you own because an employee at the register asked if you wanted it seven years ago and you said yes to get 10% off of that special purchase that you were making. Well, shoppers are not playing that game anymore. The Wall Street Journal reports that the new store card registrations were down 37% last year compared to 2015. Possible explanations? Interest rates can top 30% on some store-branded cards. That's insane. And bargaining hunter Americans are now less loyal to a particular brand, switching retailers last year at a higher rate than ever. And then COVID began and all of that stuff. Don't expect things to slow down today. They're predicting $12 billion in sales on this.
Cyber Monday. Hey, Tesla, going to hold a cyber truck delivery event this Thursday at its factory in Austin, Texas, to celebrate the first deliveries of its electric trucks. It shouldn't be overly lengthy event, they say. The company said they only have 10 trucks to be shipped that day. Elon Musk first announced the cyber trucks in 2019 and recently lamented we dug our own grave with this cyber truck. What else is happening? Giving Tuesday is tomorrow. Uh -huh. The market's rally will be tested by inflation data released Thursday. Hey, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is going to debate California Governor Gavin Newsom. Going to do that on Fox this Thursday. Why? Nobody knows. Sean Hannity is going to be the moderator. Okay. Oh, and a set of six Argentine jerseys worn by Lionel Messi. You know him. <laughs> sure you do. In last year's World Cup, we'll hit the auction block this Thursday as well. It could be. They say very well could be the most valuable collection of sports memorabilia anywhere in the history of mankind. You're kidding. Okay. Where's my Bible? Life 101, right after this. Well, as you can imagine, being this sick, I missed church again yesterday. When we came back from Columbus, my wife was so ill that I missed her. I have missed more church, I think, this year than I have in my entire 35-year ministry at the cross. But again, these things happen, and I know as you get older, all kinds of things happen. Continue to rejoice in him. Continue to praise him. Continue to ask that big question. God, regardless of the situation I'm in, how can I best glorify you? That's really the secret, isn't it? Oh, I love being a Christian. Love being able to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Didn't get to church and preach yesterday, but today we get to talk to thousands of people about all kinds of things. And I'm so very grateful for the blessed opportunities that God gives. He loves us a whole bunch, doesn't he? For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let me ask you, have you done that one yet? That's so critical before we move on in any area. Get saved today. For God so loved the world that he gave his, his son for you, my friend. Thanks for being here today. Well, we know in Proverbs it says, He that winneth souls is wise. What is wisdom exactly, do you think? And uh, is it perhaps the most important thing that God could possibly give you? It's a thought. Proverbs 16, 16 says, How much better to get wisdom than to get gold, to get insight rather than silver? The Bible urges us to seek wisdom above everything else. Did you know that? That's Proverbs 4, 7. And there are different kinds of wisdom in the world. 1 Corinthians 3.19 says, For the wisdom of the world is foolishness in God's sight. And verse 20 says, The Lord knows the thoughts of the wise are futile or futile. There's obviously a difference between godly wisdom then and worldly wisdom, according to James, starting there at, uh, well, chapter 3, verse 13 through 17. What are we talking about, Greg? Godly wisdom is, of course, from God and honors God. Amen. Godly wisdom starts with the fear of God and results in a, a holy life, holy living. How you doing? Worldly wisdom, on the other hand, is not concerned with honoring God at all, but it's with pleasing oneself. It's all about me, myself, and I, the dangerous demonic trinity. 
with worldly wisdom, we may become educated. Oh, yeah, street smart. Have some common sense, although I see that lacking in a lot of people in this wisdom category. That enables us to play the world's game and play it very well. You've done it, haven't you? You've played the world's game. Have you done it since you've been saved? Godly wisdom enables us to prepare ourselves for all eternity, be with God in heaven. With godly wisdom, we trade earthly values for biblical values based on 1 John 2, 15, 16, and 17. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. You don't want to do that. We recognize or should that we are citizens of yet another kingdom, and we make choices that reflect the allegiance to that kingdom. Philippians 1.27, Philippians 3.20, having godly wisdom means we strive to see life through God's eyes, and then we act accordingly. The book of Proverbs is a part of the Bible known as wisdom literature. Proverbs is full of practical instructions for life. Many Proverbs contrast the wise with the foolish and warn against repeating foolish actions. You'll get that in uh, well, Proverbs 3.35, Proverbs 14.24, Proverbs 15.7, Proverbs 26.11. Oh, this is good. Everyone makes mistakes. How many you made today? You know, but the wise, guess what they do? They learn from those mistakes, and then they take steps to avoid repeating those same things. The foolish may make the same mistake over and over and over again and never, ever come to a learning experience, an understanding. Godly wisdom may look very different from worldly wisdom. Jesus highlighted these differences in his Sermon on the Mount there in Matthew 5, 6, and 7. For example, he said, you've heard it said that you're to love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, oh, there it is, toughy. Love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. That is so hard to do. God says, do that, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. Godly wisdom often requires us to do that, which is the very opposite of what our natural inclination would be. I don't want to love that dude. Godly wisdom goes against the conventional wisdom of the day. It's not focused on self-preservation, but on furthering the kingdom of God, the gospel of Jesus Christ. And we can only live in godly wisdom when we are committed to crucifying our flesh and living in the spirit. You'll find that in Galatians 2.20, Ephesians 5.16, also over there in Ephesians 5.25. The primary way that we gain godly wisdom by learning God's word, that's it. Psalm 119, 169. The unfolding of your words give light. It gives understanding to the simple. There I am. Psalm 119, verse 130. No one is born wise. We must acquire wisdom from God if we are to truly be wise. Your commands are always with me and make me wiser than my enemies. I have more insight than all my teachers, for I meditate on your statutes. I have more understanding than the elders, for I obey your precepts. Well, that's good. Psalm 119, verse 98, 99, and 100. More on godly wisdom tomorrow. So there is so many things going around out there. You cannot keep up. I heard about these two guys talking. He said, hey, at your age, I think he was talking about me. It's very easy to start losing it, and, you know, your mind starts to go in several areas, and 
Boy, it's scary. One guy said, yep. He said, I know. It's tough on you humans. Makes me glad that I'm a penguin. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know. Is it Monday or did I get lost again here? Thanks so much for listening to Hello World. I'm Greg Patton. News, information, comment, all kinds of stuff every day at this time. Join me on Facebook. So many of you have. Greg, G-R-E-G, Patton, P-A-T-T-E-N. You pray for us, my friend. That's the way it is. Monday, November 27, 2023. I am Greg Patton. God bless.